the most nerve-wracking part about being a prefect is giving a speech. I will stand here and try to motivate you to better your life. Half of you will judge me on what I have to say, and the other half will probably fall asleep. If you do, it's okay. I won't judge. Just try not to slump over too much so your housemaster doesn't notice. But I read somewhere that telling a story at the beginning of your speech can help keep your audience interested. So in an effort to keep you all awake, I'm going to do that now. For those of you that are unaware, until I got into grade 12 and ran into a scheduling conflict with Becca, I was in the debate club. I started in grade 8 as a scrawny, quiet kid who had nothing better to do with his Thursday afternoons. As a lowly grade 8, I was terrified, as the much more literate club members spent club time engaging in healthy political debate. I spent the majority of meetings either awing at the eloquent arguments that my more well-spoken peers came up with on the spot, or avoiding eye contact with Mr. O'Rourke so he wouldn't call him to speak, which was increasingly more pertinent on days that he was recruiting people to go to debate competitions. Occasionally, I would go to these competitions when no one else could go, and I ran out of baseball games that I had to play. And it's not like I didn't want to go to these competitions. I wanted to and I wanted to do really well at these tournaments, but I was just afraid of failing. Anyways, the competition that I dreaded the most, the holy grail of my debate team fierce anxieties, was the Valentine's Day debate, which, as we saw showcased on Monday, you, along with five others from the debate club, sat up in the field house for an organized debate in front of the whole school. For three years, I successfully avoided it, but last year, thanks to a small club size and some bad luck, I got the privilege of debating the Valentine's Day debate. For those of you that care, I was arguing that full contact sports should be banned in schools around Canada. I spent hours preparing, reading articles and constructing arguments. My main ones being that school activities shouldn't hinder from the main purpose of schools being education, and that there was still options to play on God's school teams. I even stayed up for hours the night before practicing the delivery of my speech so it would be perfect. Then the big day comes, I fall into the field house and find my way to the seat in the center of the gym, in front of the whole school. Then I glance behind me to, the, to look at the nice uh, graphic that Ben had made in Photoshop to display the resolution, and read the words, be it resolved that full contact sports should be banned for all children in Canada. Now, if you'll know, there's nothing in there about high schools or school teams. What I didn't realize in my flurry to get prepared for the debate was that they had changed the resolution two weeks before to be about all children and not just school teams. So basically, there I was, with no arguments that made any sense to the resolution, sitting in front of hundreds of my peers, about to partake in the one thing that I had been most afraid to do for the last four years of my school career, and the clock was ticking down to my impending doom. I threw together some weak arguments in the three minutes it took for the rest of the students to file into the field house. When I got to my turn, I stood up in front of the roughly 600 sets of eyeballs that made up the majority of the student and faculty population and nervously delivered my last message. I stuttered, stumbled, and mumbled my way through the whole thing. I sat down and wanted to cry. This was supposed to be my chance to impress the school and make an impact, but instead I made a fool out of myself. I wanted to impress everyone in the crowd, hoist the MVP trophy at the end, and ride off into the sunset the fourth period. But I failed. I put my head down for the rest of the day and prepared myself to get roasted by, and judged by the people around me. And there were a few small doubts, but the next day something was weird. People had forgotten about me flopping my way through the debate. The next morning I was still joking with my teammates at basketball practice like normal, and at lunch I still talked to Jared about the Raptors game the night before. 
and my English teacher even congratulated me on doing well with the paper. So even after all of that, I can stand here and confidently tell you that I don't regret it. If I had the option to go back in time, either go through the exact same scenario or not do the debate at all, I would take the first option, with failure, embarrassment, and all. And I know that I would not be as confident today to stand up here and give this speech if it weren't for that opportunity. So why do I bring this up? Well, today I would like to talk to you about regret. And regret is a funny thing. It has a way of eating away at you while you wonder what could have been, what should have been, or what should be, if you just did something different. But you don't have to feel like that. When I was trying to find inspiration for this speech, I was looking through YouTube at motivational videos and found an interesting study. A hundred elderly people facing death close to their final breaths and laying down in the hospital were asked to reflect on their lives to the biggest regret. Almost every single one said that the things they regretted most were not what they had done, but what they hadn't. The risks they never took. Now, this seems a little bit melodramatic for a speech given to high schoolers, but now I ask you this. When you're on your Ridley deathbed, when you've traded your blazer for a graduation gown and your assignments for a diploma, what do you want to be reflecting on? I guarantee that none of you want to be thinking about how much you wish you did this or you wish you did that. For me personally, I know it sounds a lot more fun to be sitting there thinking about that risk I took that really made a difference. Or even sitting there laughing about the time I tried something and fell flat on my face. So, what are those things? I know that every single person in this room has thought about doing something, taking some risk, but you've been too afraid to do it, including me. Maybe it's going to a club meeting that you're afraid to get roasted for by your teammates. Maybe it's coming here and staying to school parent chapel, or asking your crush asking your crush for Snapchat, or starting a business, or even something as small as trying that one dish in the dining hall that you've never had, or filming a random act of kindness. All of us have something, and some of your brains might have skipped that one thing without one anxiety right now. Now, there's a reason that all of you have a pen and paper in your hand right now. In a second, I want you to write down something that you've always wanted to do, but never have. Write whatever comes to your mind first. It's okay if it's something that scares you a little, or something that embarrasses you. You don't need to show anyone, and you can write it small so no one else can read it. As long as you know what it says. Now I'm going to give you 15 seconds or so to write something down in your paper. It doesn't have to be a massive task, just that please ask that you write something down. Something you wanted to do, but never have. And if you don't have a paper, you can ask your friends to split it in half or four other times. Now, I want you to pull this up and put it somewhere where it won't be destroyed. Maybe in your blazer pocket, maybe in the back of your phone case, or maybe in your backpack pocket when you leave the chapel. Just not in your pant pocket because you'll probably forget it there and bring it in the washroom. But wherever you put it, I hope that it stays safe until someday, maybe tomorrow, maybe in a week, or maybe a month, when you've completely forgotten about my speech. Then, when you find it again, hopefully it reminds you to think about this one thing. Now, I know a lot of you will probably think that this is stupid, that you're never actually going to do what you wrote down on your piece of paper. And that's fine. But before you crumple it up and throw it in the trash, and throw it on the ground, I want you to think about the story I told the people on their deathbeds. Don't give your future self the opportunity to regret not taking advantage of your time here at Ridley or your time here on Earth. Idealistically, at some point, you will have seen your little note to yourself so many times that you will eventually be motivated to do something about it. And while I can't promise you that you'll be successful, and I can't promise you that you won't stumble and stutter and make a fool of yourself, 
And I can't even promise you that people will forget about it the next day. But what I can promise you is that you won't regret it. Thank you.